Tilt a little bit to the to the towards the TV. Yeah. What's the deal? What's the deal, man? Politic in the podcast. We back again. Here after that, man, bullshit ass. 2020 presidential debate. That shit was crazy. We got a lot of shit to talk about, man. We we done in this Black History Part Two, cause we don't, what we don't realize is that we're making history every day. So let's stop focusing on the past and let's focus on the future, like my boy Alvin would say. But he's not able to to make it with us today. But uh, I got the HL podcast. My boy Yazaket, yeah. we finna get it in. Uh-oh. It's a problem. Uh-oh. Yes, hey, sir. what's the deal, fellas? Good, fellas? What it do, what it do? How y'all living? Hey, I had to say, man, I, 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 I listened to y'all uh, interview together. Yazaketit, man, you be kicking a little bit of game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're not as quiet like, you're not quite like me. You, you kick a little bit, though. I, I see I'm you. trying to get like y'all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get up to y'all's level. That's all it is, baby. <laughs> yeah, but, but if y'all ain't checked out the HL podcast, man, these brothers are very versatile, man. Check them out. Man. They do uh, live interviews on Tuesdays, man. The HL podcast on Thursdays. Yes, sir. If y'all ain't did that, yeah. man. Subscribe. Thank but you, man, man. Thank we got we got to get to this uh 2020 election, man. Well, what was y'all take from this whole thing? Like, first, like, how did it make y'all feel when it was over? And what was the whole overall takeaway from the debate? Let me, let me, let me. If y'all, go ahead, if go y'all ahead. Mind. all right. So, how did it make us feel? Because I believe I can speak for you, Chief, on this one. It made us feel drained, drained by the end. Um, It was very exhausting that we were, that we had to sit through an hour and a half or hour and really 40 minutes of the ignorance that was spewed, the bullying carried on by 45, Mm -hmm. Biden seeming very timid, um and sometimes unsure of himself and his answers you could definitely tell though every time biden set up to make a point against trump that's when trump chimed in and disrupted him and, and then that debacled his thinking um the curator or, or, or what do you call the moderator. It? moderator thank you moderator was, thank you thank you was was horrible i don't see how he's the number one journalist uh, in the country, um, but he did not have control. Uh, apparently, he could have actually threatened to cut off 45's microphone. Uh, there were there were methods that he could have used or stepped in uh, to slow 45 down or or get him to stop his rhetoric and interrupting. But he just kept going in the back and forth. Uh, that was just blatantly disgraceful um and 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 one last point for me um was 
it's 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 sad that these are the only two choice. Even though, look, I mean, listen, we'd rather have Biden than Trump than forty five. But even with Biden, um, there's still no full confidence there. Facts. Yeah, I man, like you said, was drained, man, especially mentally. And I've been working hard on mental, especially this year. You know, especially as a black man, you know, we come in the game. We we born with trauma, 400 years of trauma. That's called epigenetics. We're born with that for 400 years. So then we have to deal with this and to see two men who don't look like me argue over stuff that has something to do with me and never answer the questions that has something to do about me is very, very draining. And a moderator didn't help. Yeah, he ate it in, in 45, and sometimes, especially when it came to the race question, he said, you can answer or you can say whatever else you want to say. Ridiculous. I'm like, <laughs> you're giving him the leeway to not answer it. Okay, so you ate it into it. Then it's more draining to then watch CNN and then Fox, because CNN is blue, and then Fox is, is red. So if you watch Fox, they're going to give you all the views for the red side, and if you watch CNN, you're going to get all the blue. So it's a re- you can see the division. In, in the polarization between the two. And that's on widespread. In, 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 uh, the, I forget her name. She said, I feel embarrassed. I said, I don't feel embarrassed. Shoot, I'm not from this. I'm one, I'm not from America. I'm not from this world anyway. So I don't feel embarrassed, but I do feel drained that I had to sit through that, and it's two more left. <laughs> Man. That's crazy. That's crazy. What's your thoughts? You get it? Man, I man, my thoughts on it was I thought I was uh, watching my my kids. Right, right. <laughs> I I was my kids. Like my kids is three and two, and I'm and I gotta tell them, hey, share that. Don't right. don't do that. No, put that down. Be quiet. Stop doing this. And I thought I was watching them, seeing them going back and forth. I'm like, hey, yo, Trump, man, just just shut up. Just shut up. Let the man talk. And then on the other side, then Joe Biden went to let uh, Trump talk, and then the narrator or whatever it is, the moderator, that dude was all over the place. I didn't know like what he was doing. I was like, oh man, this is. I was just confused. By the end of it, I was like, I don't get nobody's point. I don't know what nobody's talking about. I don't get anything. I just wasted an hour and forty five minutes of my life that you would never get back. That I won't get that, and I'm still trying to figure out what they were talking about. Then, like how y'all said, you turn on CNN, all they're gonna do is bash Trump, and you then you turn on Fox, all they're gonna do is bash Biden. So I'm like, y'all ain't gonna give it on the equal playing ground. Never, never. So I'm just like, Lord, please, Lord, oh Lord, please, let Kamala and 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 the vice president at least have a little more, like quiet time like they know how to be quiet like you know so that's that's really what I that's what I took from it I didn't think I didn't I think both of them did horrible I thought mm. it was like they both were horrible I was Absolutely. like I ain't going man for me looking at Joe Biden I'm like if you can't handle Trump you can't handle America Woo. like Ooh. that just, that's, that's, that just goes down that, to that that's some real shit like if you if you if you can't handle Trump, you can't handle America. And then on vice versa, I go with Trump. Like 
if you can't shut up and take instructions, what are you doing with everybody else when they're telling you, hey, we need you to pass this. Hey, we need you to do this. Hey, we need you to send out another stimulus check. You going, no, I'm going to do it my way. And so that's all I took from it. Message. <laughs> for real, for real. For me, it was a, uh, it was as expected. It wasn't like once you think about it, it went just the way you thought it was gonna go. <laughs> so it's like yeah. these guys have have personal beef with each other. It's bigger than just the presidential yeah, race. That's why that's why Trump is taking shots at you know Biden's sons, and, and Biden has taken shots at Trump Jr. You know what I'm saying? And his family members and talk about uh, the Democrats was, was spreading those rumors that Trump ha was having relations with his daughter. And right. they start showing right. uh, But then Trump responded with, with with the whole smear campaign with Joe Biden sniffing little girl's hair. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they, but they, they both just as creepy, man. It's like, but one thing that we cannot like Look past is what Trump said when they asked him about the white supremacists. I can't wait he to you them, that up. He told them to stand down but and stand by. What what, what in the stand hood? What, what they call that? In the hood, what they call I mean, that? wait for wait for the green light. That's what he just told them green on my light. TV. Live wait until I give the green light. And that's exactly crazy. Right. Like he sat there on a on an international stage and told the white supremacists of, of America to stand down and stand by. Like so I, got, I don't as black, as black people, we can't if that ain't a, a, a message to get your shit together and prepare for whatever the fuck gonna happen, because he's right. saying that because he said that he's not gonna concede. So even if Joe Biden beats this nigga. He's saying he ain't walking out the White House. That's exactly what he said. He coded it, but that's exactly what he was saying yep. as that debate ended. He called uh, basically the process bullshit. All right. That's basically what he said. It's a it's a bullshit process. And ultimately, it's not going to come in my favor. So, you know, what do they, what they call it? The proud, proud boys yep. or something? Mm -hmm. Be ready. And honestly, what might happen as well is if these proud boys have stations across America like the Klan do, it might be intimidation at the polls. Mm. They might call for people to set up at particular polls and intimidate people from not voting, possibly. And then, then at that point, who steps in? Local police? National, you know, you know how like, that go. What's going to be the process at that point? But he coded it. But if you can read between the lines, as as we all can, and and hopefully, uh, uh some of our uh black people out there can read between those lines. That's exactly what he's saying. Like you said, he's not going to concede, and it, it, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, and if you don't know who those proud boys are, I'm not going to give you the language and the verbiage. If you're watching this, go look it up. It's all on there. Go look it up. But I tell you what this is leading up to, because I am a Kamala Harris fan, though she did some things back in the day, 
We can't do nothing with that. But she can help us in this point. And all that, what we saw last night is leading up to October 7th, which is the vice president debates, where she will be on that stage, loud and proud, looking like us and representing for us. And we know she know how to handle a white man, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so she's going to be up there and she's going to be handling that and, and, and standing proud for us. And I just hope that I don't bite my words. Uh, my but thing is... Hold on one second about about Kamala though. Are you sure? Because that's where she went in her presidential campaign. The Democratic debate is where she took her plummet because she that's performed true. terribly at the Democratic debates. So it is yeah. up in the air, man. She she cannot let Pence come out there and and, and dominate her because that's yeah. going to be a bad showing for for the Democrats overall. No, so, I get that. I mean, Democrats it, it is a whole. There's a whole lot riding on that vice presidential debate, exactly. and people exactly. don't even realize. It. But we only need Go one ahead. chance to show up and show out. We only need one chance mm -hmm. to show up and show out. Democratic debates was months ago. We talking about next week, my brother. You know, if she plummets, then we get back on here and I apologize for everything that I said. <laughs> 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 I give you a good. But right now we riding on that because we saw last night. It's the real NBA finals. Right. Uh, my, my, my thing on it is I'm looking at it from the standpoint of I guess I'm going with uh, just keeping it simple and going with putting the line on a piece of paper and just going pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Pros and cons. Mm -hmm. To me, Trump not standing down with for uh, white supremacy, okay, I don't really care. Like, okay, you didn't, I already knew you were racist. So right. you're not standing down for not saying that you're not racist. That right. showed me that you you stand by what you believe. Okay, you're racist. But at the same time, I think Joe Biden's racist. So what is the difference? Right. They're both racist. So if they both racist, they cancel each other out. Okay, let me find something new to go off of because if we start making the deal off of Trump not saying it, you already knew beforehand Trump was racist. So why are you going to get mad at Trump being racist? He just being Trump. He already racist. I, I didn't, so I didn't saying, get mad at him. I, I didn't think that he would denounce the white supremacy but for them to say, he could have just said stand down, but to tell them stand by yeah, that was the part that. But that you already, you already like it subconsciously in your mind, you already know that they already working like that. Yep, that's why I, that I, I, I already know you with, know that, Caleb, because you million, I, before this, before this, you were forward. already like, yo, we need to get our stuff together. It's coming, black people. What's going on? When are we bringing Black Panthers back? When are we doing this and that? Why? Because you already knew stuff like this was coming in your mind. Mm -hmm. That's now, true. now the world has to wake up and go, oh, shoot, Kalen was right. They are trying to take us out. Like, you, man, they both racist because as much as Trump said what he said, Biden came out before and he said that um, that um, we that we are the we are the predators and that we um, are going to. Super he needs to watch his grandma that we going to hit his grandma over the head and rape his daughters and then hit his grandma over the head with a pipe and fight his sons. 
So that came out of Joe Biden's mouth. So racism for racism, they're both racist, man. We better find something, man. That's on. We better pro and con this. The question becomes, who are you voting for then? I mean, I know nobody here is going to vote for Trump, but... I can honestly say, I don't even know who I vote. I I have not put my name by Biden. I have not put my name by Biden, but I have not put my name by Trump. What I'm going to do is I'm really going to look into both of them and go, which one of these dudes fit my moral standard? And then I'm going to go off of that. I'm not going to do this. whole. I'm not going to vote at all because you're not voting at all. That means you're voting for both of them. So that's how I feel about that. And then for me, my main thing is this guy right here. This as in as in I'm talking about San Bernardino, where I live. I need to vote for a governor. I need to vote for all that, because at the end of the day, like I already said before in the podcast before. At the end of the day, Trump is in office, but Governor Newsom is passing some crazy laws right now, and the president ain't doing nothing about it. So Governor Newsom passing laws with when my daughter's 14, once again, when my daughter's 14, she can get with a 24-year-old. Biden didn't, Biden didn't um, pass that. Trump didn't pass that. My governor passed that. The people in California passing that. So my main thing is I need my boy Caleb to help me out. F the president. Let's go through some of these some of these things that they about to pass and like these propositions that are going on because we need to be educated on that. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. I totally agree. We they teach us every four years, but it's it's elections going on uh, uh, every two years, like you said. Them governors and all that other stuff. But see. Lord, speak to me in this moment because it's about to get real. It's it's a Bible verse that said, but the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. Mm. Okay. But the more they were oppressed, the uh, the more that they multiplied and spread. Little did they know, yeah, we got the census. We got all of those. And they give us that, you know, white people outnumber us. But I don't think they truly counted us. Okay. The mm. more that we were, who's oppressed? I don't know the people who look like me. That means we spread in everywhere. Okay, that means our vote can count in those in those elections that no one is talking about. You know, those those ones that people are holding office since I was born. Yeah. Those folks, stuff like that. Those folks, when you go to the Supreme Court and all of those other things, you know, like this is what these platforms is about. We got to keep talking to these folks. We got to keep getting that knowledge from up top, who is God and utilizing that knowledge and, and, and spreading as mediators. Us, you, Caleb, uh, Yaja Kedit, Amrock, and myself, man, we are mediators, and they don't like that. Okay, yeah. we speaking that real true knowledge. All right. So at this point, what else can we do to keep spreading it? You get what I'm saying? Because they're gonna block us on social media. You know how that go. So mm-hmm. we need to get out there in, in them streets. You know, we gotta we gotta talk to our family members, those who are, are lost, because there's some people who are lost. But we gotta continue to pray and get the knowledge from up top. To tell these folks what they're truly doing, what they're truly saying. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, <clears throat> it's it sucks that again we have to vote for one of these men uh, to be quote unquote the leader of the free world. 
There's quotations um, around that free, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Double quotations. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and say who I'm going to vote for. Um, I know it definitely won't be 45, mm-hmm. um, simply because this man embodies just not even racism or bigotry, but just hatred. Um, hatred for the poor, hatred for the mentally ill, hatred for the elderly, hatred for children, hatred for any people of color, um, any people who simply just disagree with him. Uh, Somebody could simply tell this man uh, two plus two equals four. (laughs) He will say no, it equals three and kick you out of your uh, position out of the White House. That's right. Um, it is, <laughs> he is very simple in that manner. Mm. Um, and you can't have someone simple like that leading the nation as we have seen over the last three to four years. Uh, with Biden, um, again, he just simply uh, looks timid. Uh, I don't think that we're going to get the same potential race wars or 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 wars against the poor and the mm. rich or wars against citizens and, and law enforcement with Biden. Mm. I think we will get that with Trump if he gets four more years. Mm. Uh, with Biden, um, yeah, it's just gonna it's just gonna depend on him and Kamala and how they what do they attack first, right? Do they attack you know, racial injustice, police um, brutality, and then the murders that are happening. Do they right. attack the economy? Do they attack right. his, you know, 45 tax bill that he that he put in, right. you know, at the beginning of his, uh, at the beginning of his reign? Um, you know, wh- what do they go after? What do they go after first? How do they handle it? I mean, obviously, we wouldn't know until they <laughs> right. get in the office, but we've seen what 45 has done. Yeah. So... That would be my response. Hmm. So, since you're talking about 45, right. this presidential race is for potentially President 46. Yeah. 46. We're going on our 46th president. And as Black people, we're still fighting for our humanity in America. What president do you feel like? ever had black people's back and why do you feel that way mm, that's tough that's um, tough and i see it as <laughs> i see that question as like it's the like we're trying to find the goat president for black people right talk like, to them. we find it which which president is the goat for helping out black people Talk to him. I, I think of it as like the NBA. Like you had trailblazers and people to change the culture in the NBA. You had Jordan. You had Island Iver- Iverson. You had um, what? Kareem. You had all these different people that helped make the game how the game is. And I just see it as the same thing as we trying to find the GOAT um, president where none of these presidents really give a damn about us black people. But if we had to do it, you know what I'm saying? Some people would say, hey, the Kareem is Abraham Lincoln. He did the whole 
uh, anti-slavery thing. Or you can go JFK. JFK um, came out with the speech um, about uh, civil rights uh, moral for, for black people. I mean, you can go with, some people will go with Trump. He gave you that stimulus check, baby. Uh, Obama helping out, <laughs> helping out with the um, helping out unemployment, and then what was the dude's name? Um, dang, what's that dude's name? Uh, what, what time for London, London, London Johnson or something like oh, that? He he came out with the whole um, Head Start and what's Head Start to help under underprivileged communities out with their education. So you got all these different presidents doing little things for black people, but guess what? We still in the same spot trying to fight for quote, what was it? Quotation, double quotation, double quotation. Um, freedom. So mm-hmm. ain't really ain't none of them do nothing. They did little things because they had to do little things. It's the same thing with what's going on right now. Joe Biden don't care about black people. Trump don't care about black people, but they need your black vote. So what we gonna do? We gonna give you a little something so I can get your vote. They don't care about us. They'll give you a little bit, but you know we still fighting just for just to be looked at the same as white people. Mm. So and that started with the first president. So I don't know who to go this. Yeah. Uh, simply no president in history has done anything uh, that has significantly changed where black people have gone, okay? Uh, In a positive manner, all right? Negatively, absolutely. Uh, But positively, um, again, like Dr. Kennedy said, there have been you know, small steps, but nothing of significance. Um, Abraham Lincoln clearly stated that if he could end the Civil War and also keep slavery in place, he would have done so. Um, You know, so (laughs) that's, you know, uh, with Lyndon B. Johnson, with the, especially with the Civil Rights Bill, uh, with the infamous picture of Martin Luther King, you know, by his side in the White House. Um, again, with that, he felt pressure to do that. Uh, with Barack Obama, hmm. this man literally passed more bills for uh what is it, LBGT community, for women, for uh, Hispanics, um, and for, you know, bills that ultimately would help white people. Because at the end of the day, we can't disguise the fact that white people are the majority in this country. So Mm -hmm. they really, you know, our vote doesn't really matter. Hmm. Because again, if we're only making up 12% of the population, five of that is incarcerated or, or living below, well, I take that back. Five of that is incarcerated. 10% mixed in with the 5% is basically living the, below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. There's only about 1% that 
of black people, quote unquote, middle class are doing okay. And then another 1% that is rich. Hmm. Okay. That's a small number in this, in this big thing. Right. So again, even with Barack Obama, where he had an opportunity to potentially help and he didn't have to do anything, you know, crazy, you know, like, you know, make his whole cabinet black or, uh, you know, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, just pass out ownership cars to just anybody and say, oh, right, you own the Bills and you own the Eagles and you own the Miami Heat. Right. You know, he didn't, he didn't have to do something extreme like that or give black people reparations, right. um, you know, but, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> um, but yeah. Short answer, simple, simple answer to the question. No, no black, I mean, no, no president in history has done anything of true significance to help black people in a positive manner. Agree. Because we at this point in like like last night debate, which a lot of people not talking about, on the back wall, it had the constitution. That don't you could just see we the people everywhere. Yeah. All right. That's a direct shot at us because. I don't know. We wasn't in the rooms when they wrote that. Was your grandfather in the room? Was your great, great, great grandmother in that room? No, so that's a direct shout at us. Where were they at? You know where they were. They were on fields. Exactly. Okay. Fingers getting pricked, getting eight pounds of cotton, you know, stuff like that. Like, so we definitely wasn't in those rooms. So that's a direct shout at us. And let's not talk about the Electoral College. I mean, it's 500 and what, 68 or 86 of them who make pretty much they run this whole America if you mm-hmm. if you want to be they make the final decision. they make the final decision because if not if our vote truly 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 meant something then we will be uh we would be seeing Hillary on stage right now. Okay. Hillary won by millions or thousands of votes, but Trump still got in. Okay, because of Electoral College. Once again, have you ever met one of them? Have you ever had they ever talked to you? Have you know, so once again, I always quote my boy G. Herbo. If you never live how he lived, you can't feel a man. They don't understand us. They up there making rules and laws and putting in, it's all these different strings being pulled. You know, before we even see, before we even get to anything else. So has there ever been a gold president? No. Would there ever be a gold president? No, until God takes over and, and, and takes that away from everybody. It's just as simple as that. You know, from President 1 all the way to 46 or all the way to 100, we're not going to get a go president unless his name is God. Hey, I forgot. The go president, I forgot to say, I guess the go president is Ronald Reagan because when Ronald Reagan came out, uh, that's when crack came out. So when crack came out, you know, we put it together. Right. Everybody's forgetting. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Ronald Reagan, man. He we, wouldn't have the rap, we wouldn't have the rap scene that we have if it wasn't for crack cocaine. <laughs> See? Ronald Reagan is the go. Ronald Reagan is the go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he burnt for that. He burnt for that. My man, the movie shot. Ronald Reagan. Right. That's funny. That is crazy. But, but I, I do believe that you're absolutely right. That from President one to a hundred, no, there, there isn't going to be no president that fits that bill. Mm. So, as black people in America, we need to realize that, and that's why I'm a Garveyite, and, and I believe that eventually 
black people will have to find somewhere to go or, or end up in a civil war in which 5% is going against 65. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, If you look at uh, America's biggest problem throughout its history, after they got rid of the British, they said, okay, well, what are we going to do with these niggas? And it's been a, a American problem since its conception. Is they've been trying to figure out what to do with these niggas. And that's us. And, and as long as we keep entertaining them, we good. But the moment that we ain't fun to watch no more, they ain't going to have no more use for us. Mm. And, and, that, and that moment is uh, reaching ahead, man. So as black people in America, we need to realize that there is no solace in America. We can't just build our own factions within America and think we safe. You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to happen. I, so do you guys think that we will ever have another black president? Was that a one and done? It, it, yeah, it, it, it's got to be, you know, and I'm glad you said that, you know, we can't really build much here, right? You know, I talk to Amark all the time. You know, I'm in my Moses phase right now, you know, because Moses did a lot for the people, whether he believed the story or not. It could be a parable still. He did a lot, but he didn't go to them and said, you know, let me let me rebuild on top of Egypt. He went to them and said, let my people go. You see what I'm saying? They went through the first body of water. You know, the deliverance and freedom demands a fight. Just like Dr. Miles Monroe said. So we gotta we gotta get to a point where even if it's another black president, it's more strings above him or her that's gonna be getting pulled that they're not gonna be able to do. And to them, we're still three-fifths of a human. They just don't say it. Three-fifths of a human being, you know, I have blood in my body. I walk, I talk. I got to brush my teeth in the morning just like everybody else. But they don't see that, right? So we at this point where, one, deliverance is the first phase, and two, we're in the wilderness. We got to understand when we go out in that wilderness, it's a mindset thing at that point. And a lot of people are not going to make it. A lot of people are not going to make it because the mindset of America, not Egypt at this point, the mindset of America is going to be on them. And it's going to be hard for a lot of us to get rid of that. Because slavery is easy. Quote me on that. Slavery is easy. You get everything. But in freedom, you got to do for yourself. You got to partner with God, as my, Dr. Miles Monroe would say at this point. You know? So if there's another black president, okay. I take that for the win for the culture. But will he or she be able to do a lot for us? with the strings above them, you know, attached to them, which is slavery strings, which is racism strings, all of that, because the Constitution and all that is still alive. That's the Electoral College. Yes. Uh, simply, there will, there may be, but it won't be a Democrat. Mm. Um, it'll, it'll, it could potentially oh, be. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, it, it, it could potentially be a Republican or independent, um, but it, it won't be a Democrat again. Um, hmm. Simply because, again, well, uh, the way just checking the temperature of what's of what's happening, you see a lot of black people lately and it could be propaganda with the media. But you see a lot of black people, just a lot of coons mm. out there. Again, for those who don't know, coons are educated. They just choose to side with their oppressor. Mm. 
Mm. Um, but you see a lot of them out there really galvanizing around Trump and not just Trump, galvanizing around the fact that if they, they, they feel like if, 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 again, if we, if we assign ourselves with our oppressor, right, that we can be up in the house. Again, it's just that, that slavery mentality, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've seen examples of that throughout history, okay? Um, I think, uh, what was it? Was it W.E.B. W. E. B. Du Bois, I believe? Was, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've seen that throughout history, but it just seems like now, especially with social media and, mm. you know, everything is more broadcasted, mm. they're really out there. Um, number one ace right now is Daniel Cameron. Um, this man uh, apparently is a superstar in the Republican Party. Literally, and he's only say. an attorney general of a state. So you can imagine mm. if... 45 gets four more years. How would that be if if he elects Daniel Cameron to be the attorney general? Mm. Especially with the time that's happening right now within law enforcement. Mm. Um, and you brought up, you know, uh, Reagan and, and Nixon, of course, uh, really galvanized that and, and, and Jay Edgar before him mm-hmm. with the specific plans to shut down. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, black parties such as the Black Panther Party or, or other black movements. Can you imagine? That might be Daniel Cameron's first assignment. You know, bring in, bring in BLM. Bring in any Pan-Africanist that is out there, you know, preaching what we should be hearing, i.e., you know, somebody like a Dr. Umar Johnson. Um so, yeah, so I don't think it's going to be another black Democrat, but there could possibly be a, a Republican or independent. Wow, that's tough. Crazy. What's your thoughts, Zikedi? Uh My thoughts is I care less, bro. <laughs> I care less. <laughs> like, like the first one, the first one, I. I with our first one, I'm giving it to it because of more so of I didn't know his moves because of the age I was at and I didn't have kids. So I'm 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 giving it to him because of that. As in as in I'm not judging him off of you didn't do nothing for me. But I, I think more about presidency now because I got kids. So I'm thinking, okay, four years from now, my kids are going to be like seven and six, you yeah. know? So I'm thinking like that, where back then when uh, President Obama was in office, I wasn't thinking like that. But if I think about it, I'm like, man, did he even do anything for me that I really like? Oh, shoot. Like, dang, he had the black people's back. Let's go. No. And if we get another one in, no, we, they, they don't care. Like, the president holds some weight, but the president don't hold weight like that, man. Say that one more again. The president holds weight, but the president don't hold weight like that. Go, so, for me, I don't care who's in office. Like, if you vote Joe in, Joe's going to be in, but Joe ain't going to be controlling the strings. You let Trump stay in, Trump ain't controlling the strings. 
We ain't even talking about all, all the president is is smoking mirrors. That's it. Checks and balances. Let me get past the fog. Checks and balances. Yeah, so I don't care if another black president come in. We got one. Woo! Yeah, okay. Cool. Let's keep on. Yeah, so my my next question brings us to you know with all these millionaires and billionaires and rappers getting all this money and athletes and entertainers and it's a lot of money flowing into to black hands not not on the grand scale but there's more black millionaires and billionaires in america than ever before through entertainment why isn't any of this money being funneled to the people and why aren't any of these people setting up organizations like you know like the uh the Black Panthers or like Black Wall Street, like how do we have black billionaires and millionaires and, and people of prominence, educators and and from people from all backgrounds, but we still don't have a black Wall Street. But when we were segregated and we were forced to deal with our own, we 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 thrived and we had these things. So why can't we create these things nowadays and why aren't they being created? You know why? I tell you why. I know you, but you put that camera on me. Put that Go ahead. camera on me. Talk to him. You Talk want to me to tell you why? Let me tell you something. What is going on right? It's as simple as what is being played right now. When we get off of here, what is being played? What is a whole bunch of people watching right NBA now? They ain't even watching it. They're watching yeah. the NBA playoffs. Some of the richest black people in the world getting paid millions of dollars. You know, I didn't make it to the NBA, so I got a little jealousy in me. But they they making millions of dollars. And they they will rather play basketball than sit out for a whole season. LeBron James wants to make his get his what fourth or fifth title instead of really making a statement going, I ain't playing this year. So they rather just they rather just go, okay, cool. Let's just put Black Lives Matter on on the court and we're good i'm gonna make my millions i'm gonna get my championship i'm gonna be in the conversation of who's better me or michael jordan or whatever the case may be if we can't even come together and sit out in the nba championship what you think we're gonna come together and put our money together message if we can't even if we can't even take our stimulus check and invest back into yourself instead of uh, investing in gucci louis and all of some other stuff, what do you think we really going to come together? Those people came together because they had a common thing, and that common thing was, oh, damn, like, uh, no, the white people don't like you neither. They don't like me. Let's do it together. Some of these people, like how, how, how you guys said, some of these people, you know, hey, they think that the white people like them. Like, the white people like me. I make this much money. It's not going to affect me. Mm. So mm. if you can't come together and if you can't stop a NBA season, what do you think you're gonna really be able to bring the Black Panthers back? Come on, man. Talk to them. Black Panthers, Black Wall Street, anything. And I used this um this analogy, this parable before when we spoke with you 
um, a few weeks ago, Yajiketa, and you know we both love lions, and mm-hmm. they they showed us back in the day what they do to to our leaders and lions. Okay, what does a lion mother or father do or does for the baby cubs? They show them the power that works within them. They say, sit here and watch while I go hunt this gazelle down. Mm-hmm. Once you take the mother and the father away from them cubs, they die because they do not know how to hunt because they never seen their 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 uh, mothers or, or anybody in front of them show them how to chase that mug down, how to how to hide, be patient, you know, be patient right. with the gift you have, be patient what's inside of you. You get what I'm saying? They, they don't have that. What they do? They took away Martin Luther King. They took away Malcolm X. They bombed Tulsa, Oklahoma and Black Wall Street. They took Mega Evers away. They take everybody away, those who are showing and leading us in this whole fight. They are our mom and pop lions. They're showing us how to hunt. Oh, but they take us away. And watch out for anybody that's uh, speaking the truth. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's a mental thing. Epigenetics is real, right? And it's a mental thing at this point. So what are what are our black leaders doing now? You you know, they are they're not utilizing group economics right now. Why? Because last time we met up, it used to be a law. You meet up, we kill you. So they say, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. And I see Shirley Wright say true sacrifice. That's absolutely right. Who is really truly to utilize right now, utilize their gift to sacrifice their bodies? in their lives, like MLK did for us, like Malcolm X, like everybody else did for us. Yeah, and it's 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 tough for um, athletes and, and musicians, um, people in the entertainment world. It's tough for us to say, okay, you should use your black dollars this way, right? You should invest in the community. You should, you know, um, own a team, you should, you know, do all these different things, right? Uh, because in most cases, they came up just like some of us have or worse. So now that they have achieved this wealth and success, they want to enjoy it. Um, and they want to help their families and their friends, people who have helped them get here. I.e., you know, Mike, Mike Vick doing that Vick documentary, right? Right. Um, and I'm sure it's the same situation with LeBron as we, we all know publicly. He's made that clear. Like he wanted to put his, his people on. He put his friends on and, you know, now they're running his businesses, right? So, um, and, and I guess it's, it's, it would be difficult for LeBron to basically make that decision because of his pursuit of a championship, doing what he loves to do, which is basketball. I will say this, LeBron still has done a lot in the community. And Josh Kelly, this is not to attack your point. I'm just saying that in in his case, he's still doing something other than, i.e., Michael Jordan, who said even Republicans buy Nikes, Hmm. or buy Jordans, rather, okay? So, again, and, and well, rather, why why there will or, or do we believe that there can be another Black Wall Street? There surely can. It's a matter of again, we can't look at who has the money, mm. right? 
we have to start having conversations like this. We have to, um, and, and Shirley Wright said, uh, but we need to know our history, stick together, stick together. no matter what. Absolutely. Um, we got to, I can't say we, we need to establish a, 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 a Wakanda or something, but because <laughs> we, we can't do that in America. Again, as Chief alluded to, they shut that down. Okay. Any black leader, you know, they, they're afraid of the black messiah. Okay. Um, so they're going to shut, shut that down as they've shown throughout history. To your point earlier, you know, they didn't, they didn't know what to do with us after the British left. They could have simply just sent us the fuck back home. Okay, we still had knowledge of our language and our heritage and our history. All right. Um, that would have been at least a decent fucking thing to do, right? Um, but nevertheless, that didn't happen. So now we're here, right? So I don't know. I just think that again, with it's it's again, it's tough because I get y'all's point as far as should should these billionaires be doing more again it's just a matter of well for one we only have a few out there and also in their businesses they have certain shareholders and other and other things happening where white people are still a part of their money a part of their income flow okay so that's that's still there too i, I just say right? i say i just say that because we've had Drug dealers like Big Meech, uh, the Black Mafia family. Yeah, he sold drugs, but he was essentially like a Nino Brown. Yeah, he sold drugs. He ran this this Black Mafia, the the only Black Mafia in in America's history. But he would have Christmas days. He would have turkey drives. He would have food drives. He would have, you know, he would build a youth centers. He would be involved in the community. You look at Larry Hoover. Yeah, he had a criminal organization, but he was for the people and he built up his communities and spent a, a lot of his resources in uplifting the communities that he was in. So if drug dealers could take some of their money and uplift the community, then it's bullshit that they don't have. They can't. You don't even got to be there. You mm. can just send the check. True. Mm. Mm. Very true. Yeah, well, that is true. It's a tax write-off. You, you, it's a write-off anyway, so you have to give up a certain amount of money or pay it in taxes. Or black people uh, uh, try to hold all their money and, and go into tax problems instead of writing it off and giving it to a black organization and helping the community. And then you have a nigga like Wesley Snipes and tax problems on the IRS millions when you should have been giving out millions to the black community so that you don't own none of that shit. White people mm. participate in philanthropy. But, but, mm. but what, black niggas don't even know what philanthropy is. Mm. And, and it's crazy, man. You know, and you got you paying all this money to these accountants, but these accountants don't tell you none of this? And if they do, mm. they steer you in the way of their foundations, of their charities. Exactly. Not exactly. going to that's going to... There's a hundred nonprofits in San Bernardino that I've met and known personally that's looking for funding. Mm. But why the Ronald McDonald Foundation get all the money? Mm. Why you know what I'm saying it's like as Very black good. people, you 
can't, we can't keep using this excuse of we can't expect. If you gave out $30,000 out of your $18 million contract mm. to build three youth centers in one city, and you did that three times a year, that's hundred k. You mm. spent that in the strip club on these dancers, nigga, three weekends ago. <laughs> facts. Yeah, I mean that's, that's 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 facts. That's facts. Again, you know, should should they do more? Absolutely. But we shouldn't be surprised or or waiting for um, you know, basically a handout. That that's all I'm saying. Should they? Absolutely. If we all had a billion dollars, I would, we would be having a meeting about, yo, how we're going to use this this money that we have together. Like, what can, let's start a town. Let's, you know, establish certain things. Absolutely, we have that mindset. But again, we can't depend on other people, especially black people with money or, or again, the few billionaires that are out there to have that same, that same mindset. Again, they should, <laughs> but we can't be surprised that they don't. Yeah, they so far gone, man. It's that, it's that, it's that mentality, man. That's why the wilderness is so important to us because a lot of us get buried there. A lot of us get buried there. You know, the trip to, to the promised land was a month. It took us 40 years and we still ain't make it. You get what I'm saying? And, that, and that's the issue. And, and we try so hard to get out, we forget where we came from. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeing. We're the epitome right now of forgetting where we came from. I'd rather my dollar go, I'd rather my 100,000 go in the strip club like this they handed it to the youth background from because I'm so tired of where I'm from. I'm so tired of it that I don't want nothing to do with it. They teach you that. You know, it's like this little movie or something that, that says that same exact thing where they said they're not worried about the uh, the black people who 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 kind of transition over to their side. You know, we worried about the ones who who get that money and actually put it back into their community. Ask uh, Nipsey Hussle about that. Hey, I'm worried about I'm, I just wanted to say, I know my um, boy touched on uh, for a lot of us in, in Jordan, right? Uh, one of my boys, Coach Jay, he spent it to me like this, and it changed my whole perspective about Jordan. Yeah, you mm -hmm. don't hear about Jordan in the community like that, right? Mm -hmm. and, but how my boy spent it was, uh, what is the resale value on a Jordan shoe? Mm, okay. That Jordan shoe is always marked up. Every you, find, you find a Jordan one, it's always marked up. Every time. And he, said, and he said to me that his friend, a girl that he knows, she makes a living off of selling Jordans. So he's, because I said the same thing. I was like, man, Jordan ain't do nothing for our community. He was like, is that right? All the people that buy and flip these Jordans is because of him. So if they sustain in their family in the hood, mm -hmm. is he not giving to the hood because they're selling his product, his shoe? And I was like, damn, that's hmm. true. So he said he's not doing it maybe in the way that we would like him to do it. Because yeah, Jordan, you need man, you need to you need to get some schools, you need to do stuff like that, but that resale value on that Jordan, where it pays for that single mom's light bill for flipping it, guess mm -hmm. what he just did? It was because of the Jordan name. Kobe's dead, and his and his shoe is still not worth as much as Jordans are. Mm. Mm. You know, LeBron's shoe, 
ain't even close to what Jordans are on that right. resale value. Mm-hmm. You know, and when he told me that, I was like, damn, all right, I guess. Right. But yeah. like how we said, at the end of the day, we still want these billionaires to do more, but they ain't going to do more. So what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just got to be strategic with our little stimulus check. Give me another stimulus check, Trump. Um, we got to be strategic with the money that we get. Yeah, come on, baby. Give me some more, man. You know what I'm saying? Do something before you get out of office. Right. It's just crazy to me that, like, you know, organizations like the Black Panthers evolved into what we look at is this gang culture now. Now we got places like Chicago, you know, like like San Bernardino, you know, where it's just like it's crazy gang violence, you know, like the whole L.A. is just riddled with different gangs. And, and, and it's like gangs were created for protection. We had to protect our own communities, and that's why we started gangs within our own communities. So how it turned into gang banging and, and all that with, with Tukey Williams and, and, and Monster Cody. If y'all ever read that book, Monster, man, it's, it's a good read, man. Check that out. But it's just crazy to me that uh, gang culture is just all on the forefront now. Like everybody's gang banging, everybody's affiliated with some type of, oh, if you're black in America, nine times out of 10, you're affiliated with some type of gang. Mm. And that's, this is a terrible place for us to be. If it's not going to be about unity, it's not going to be about any structure. If there's not going to be a, a point or a means to an end behind these organizations, then it, don't, it doesn't make sense why we're all affiliated with, with gangs that do nothing but kill each other and tear down our community. If we're all going to be affiliated with these gangs, then we need to be institutional, institutionalizing these gangs and, and, and basically teaching them some type of a structure or something. I mean, we do have a, a standing army everywhere, but these gangbangers don't know nothing but to stand on the block you know, pitch their rocks, sell them drugs, you know, get high all day. And mm. they don't know nothing else. But just like you said about the lion, that was a great reference. If you ain't seen nobody hunt, how you know how to go eat? And, and these yep. niggas, all they seen was niggas hang on the block. All they seen was niggas go rob the one nigga that's coming up in the hood. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? They, they, this is all niggas know. So, we really need to develop some type of leaders and, and, and lead by example, because I I had a little my my little brother. I would do a lot of stuff, and I would tell him like you know do different, don't do that. But it was around like when he got about sixteen, seventeen, and he got in this big fight and got kicked out of school, and that's when I realized like you know what he's not listening to what I tell him, he's watching what I'm doing. Bingo. And, you know what I'm saying? And that's when it dawned me to, to make sure that I get on and be a positive influence in his life and make sure that everything I showed and taught him, everything that he's seen from me was in a positive manner going forward because I realized that he's not listening to me. He's watching me. Yeah, the exactly. youth are watching and, yes. and, and, and they're going to follow what we do. 
Exactly. Yep. You, it goes back to what it goes back to what my boy Chief was saying. It goes back to we don't know our history. So mm-hmm. with us not knowing our history, we try to remake our own history. And that's where game banging is where game banking is, you know? And like you be seeing like it's it's weird to me how R and B singers R and B singers are gang affiliates now. I just don't get how you an R and B singer dancing on the stage? Yeah, you an R and B singer dancing on the straight stage, but when you get off, you throwing up gang signs. Uh, this is kind of weird to me. But <laughs> when I when I think about it, it's the same thing. They're just taking the same thing that the Democrats and the Republican Republicans are doing because that's the biggest gang in America, and. They're just doing the same thing. They probably went up to those R&B singers. They got money and say, yo, listen, you're going to need protection. Mm. So we're going to put you on. You're going to be a, you're going to be affiliate. You ain't on, but we're going to put you on because you're going to need protection. And then they probably like, I ain't going to need protection from nobody. And then they're coming back to them like, yes, you are, because you're going to need protection from this game. And now you're going to need protection for us. So you're going to be. You gonna be helping build our community because you got the money. Mm. So, mm. so like it, I don't know, man. It's it's just it's just I for me personally, uh, I remember my when my dad kicked this to me a couple um, months ago, and he was like, you know, my dad was heavy in in gang banging. You know, he was he- heavy in gang banging, and he told me. He told me, you know, you know, you were growing up and everything and you wanted to be like me. So you used to put the creases in your pants like me and do everything that I was doing. And I one day I looked at you and I looked at you and I said, damn, if I continue on the path that I continue on, two things is going to happen. Actually, three things is going to happen. One, me and my son going to be gang banging together. Two. My son's going to join a different gang than I am, and we're going to be rivals. Mm. Three, my son is going to be dead. Mm. And so he decided, I'm done with gangbanging. He took me, he took he took me and my family, and he moved us two, three hours away from where he used to be at. Mm. And that was based upon, that was based upon him seeing it and going, you know what? This, this can be my son. And I don't want this life for my son. So me growing up, like how we said, what do you see? I didn't see my dad as a gangbanger. Why? Because he wasn't in that life no more. So therefore, when am I not? I'm not a gangbanger. You know, people look at me like, oh, what's that you from? Ah, oh, no, nah, bro. You got the wrong one. Why? Because that's not, I'm not in that, I'm not in that life. Mm-hmm. But if my dad was still in that environment, I'll be walking in his footsteps, hunting the same way that he hunted. There we instead go. of now hunting differently there because of the change that he made. Agreed. And, and, and what do we call that? Product of the environment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, with, with, you know, gang culture. That has to be one of the main reasons why ultimately it exists because again 
it's been passed down, but we have to understand the history. Mm-hmm. Who were the gangs in those positions before us? Mm-hmm. The Irish, the Italians, okay? Uh, the Russians, okay? Once they decided, oh, you know what? We can control things from political positions or, or you know, positions of power. What was left over? The drug game, prostitution, racketeering, mm. all of those different things that now are, that were, were in the black community, but they ran it, right? So now it's time for somebody else to take it over. And there were cases of black people involved with, you know, had Italian friends or had Russian friends, whatever the case may be. So they already knew the game. So now that it's there, now they can take over that. And now here we go with passing it down the line, right? Um, and again, especially for today's youth and, and the youth uh, that we were in coming up, especially through the late 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s until now, I believe that is the number one thing is our youth being brought up in that environment and 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 ultimately being a product of that because that's simply you know what is right there in front of them you know again uh big you either going you know you want to have a wicked jump shot <laughs> or you're going to be out here slinging that crack rock all right so you know, so um, that that's my take on on that. I think it's just again a product of the environment, and again, what's what's right there in front of you for that quick cash, for that quick advancement, for that quick power to get the get the girls, get the cars, get the money as as quickly as possible. But again, that's there. Imagine if books were left back. Mm. Imagine if you know uh, uh, some type of technology would, was was left there mm. uh, in the communities, right? You know. Just imagine if you replace drugs and guns with other things. Mm. We, you know, we can only imagine at this point. Facts. I mean, what Ice Cube said in that movie: we ain't had no boats or no planes to fly or float any of that ahead. Yep. So we know who the problem is, right? But so you know, I gotta mm. throw a biblical invocation in this thing. In Proverbs twenty-two six says, "Train up a child in the way that he should go." Stop there. Depart from it. Say it again. Exactly. So you train up the child. That's in the crib. That's where we, you know, we lost the value of it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you used to get your mama. Everybody whooped you. Everybody whipped <laughs> you. Your mama knew you <laughs> at school before you even know. Because right. you done got nine whoopings by the time you got home, right? We can't do that no more. Ask child protective service, right? So it's like train up the child as you should go, right? So we in this time right now where they have already threw all this on us, oppression, drugs, guns, all of that. That's what's training our child. Those are tra- training our youth as we speak. We on here for an hour and seven minutes. You know, Lord forbid, but somebody, somebody's child just probably got knocked off. Easy. Because of the environment, like Amrock said, right? We we have to change the way we're training up our children. Because, like you said, Kayla, they're not listening no more, and it's tough because it's hard to show our actions because of social media, because of what other media that they watching, 
So they barely even looking at us no more. Especially if they get that damn phone when they're 12. Yeah, and, and, and real quick, and real quick, they are they are listening to social media, but it's the wrong shit that they're listening to or watching. So again, replace that with something. It's, again, we brought this up on, on the show. Instead of Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion doing the WAP video, imagine if they did uh, a tribute to Breonna Taylor or, yeah. or Sandra Bland or something like that. Yeah. Once again, train up a child in the way that he should go. It's as simple as that. You train exactly. up a child, you get different results. I, I, I'm a direct result of that. My stepfather is from Stockton, California. That's up in Oakland, you know, and you know the Black Panthers, you know, started from that area. So he grew up in that. So that was instilled in my household. And that's why I am the way that I am with my ideology is that's because that's what I've seen growing up. That's what I grew up knowing and watching, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a living testament of exactly what you guys are saying, man. You know, we're we going to go off of what we see. And on the last That's note real. of that, hey, the white people are training their child to be racist, to uh, keep you oppressed, yeah. to do all that stuff to you. So you better be training your child up because they sure are training theirs and letting them know this is how you do the stock, this is how you do this, and this is how you keep they foot on your foot on their neck. It's called curriculum. Mm -hmm. We've been learning it since kindergarten. <laughs> it's called a curriculum. Mm -hmm. the, the, what they teach them in curriculums is what they have been teaching their children that at home and in school. We they didn't know what to do with us like we we spoke of earlier. So they put us in the same curriculum to work for them, to be oppressed by them. We got if we can't change curriculum, meaning you know, training our child up here, giving them that real true, godly, you know, uh, not earthly curriculum is over with. Them curriculums are killing us right now. You get what I'm saying? Crazy. Yeah, de definitely. But we got to wrap it up. Let's get some uh, shout outs before we get out of here. Yeah, we at an hour and 10 right now. They weren't ready for this one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, HL. Do your shout outs before we got here. Oh, man. Well, definitely, uh, definitely got a shout out to you, Sir Vaughn, man. Definitely appreciate you having us on, man. Shout out to Yajakede, man. Check out uh, A Dad's Hustle um, on, on, on IG. I know you're going to do your shout outs, too. Yeah. But I just want to, you know, definitely show appreciation to y'all. Um, uh, HL Podcast, again, you know, on all major platforms, on the politics and that. Oh, right at the end, too. They, they done froze up. They froze up at the end. I know. Go ahead, Jacquette. Get yours in. First and foremost, I thank you, Kalen. I thank the Pollock Attention uh, Broadcast. Uh, shout out to Brand of Encouragement, Focus on the Future, Running Wild. Uh, shout out to uh, HL uh, Podcast. Shout out to everybody that is trying to make a difference in the world. And if you haven't tuned in, you better start tuning in. I'm the one and only Yajaketa, and this is Politic and Podcast. Let's get it. We got, we yeah, got sorry about that. We have difficulties. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, run it back. Y'all froze up. 
What were you saying? Oh, yeah, I was saying, sorry, yeah, we just had some technical difficulties, but uh, justice for Breonna Taylor, man. Yeah. I know, man. You see LeBron very quiet about that now because he got to win a championship. True. That is true. That's, but, that's uh, a conversation for next week. <laughs> One of my one of my favorite uh, prodigy lines is, "It's a war going on outside, no man is safe from." Mm, there you go. It's, a spir- it's a spiritual warfare. Like we're looking at this presidential debate, and, and that's one thing that I I noticed right off the bat is this is not a war for us. Uh, uh, this is a war for our souls. This is a spiritual Easily. warfare going on. Easily. You know, and, and once we. We recognize that, then you know we'll, we'll move in the right way. But I have faith, and I walk in faith. You know, um, one of my favorite movies. What was that? Uh, the Denzel movie. Can't think of the name of it. Off the Great Debaters. Then, um, Malcolm X. Book of Eli. Book of Eli. He had the, the Bible, the last Bible on Earth, and it was written in Braille. He was, he was blind. blind. He, he did the whole everything walking in faith man and, mm. and that's you don't need sight when you walk in faith man that's, that's just right. one thing i want to leave you with politics in the podcast blood rest against every principle mm. all right man we out of here politics in the right. podcast man appreciate it hey i wanted to hear wait 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 no 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 don't hit that uh um get